Welcome to Yes You, a podcast for women to imagine, explore, and step right on into a new paradigm of life and leadership. I'm Annie Carter, a conscious business owner, yoga practitioner, and a big believer that this world needs all women to show up just as we are. This world needs you. Yes, you. Are you in? Let's do this. Hello and welcome. So good to have you here. Thanks for joining me once again. I would like to begin by acknowledging the land that I am on and the traditional custodians of this land. I want to acknowledge that this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. And today I want to let you know about an amazing artist who has just released their first debut studio album, Baker Boy. Now, you may well already be a fan or you may at least have heard of Baker Boy. Baker Boy, Danzel Baker, was actually the Young Australian of the Year in 2020. He is the self-proclaimed Fresh Prince of Arnhem Land and, yeah, an amazing rapper and dancer and amazing work throughout various Aboriginal communities and yeah, he's been releasing different music over the over several years, a single at a time, and then now has just released this studio album. So I want to encourage you to go and have a listen. It's called Gela, and Gela is Baker Boy's skin name. So skin names are part of the Aboriginal kinship system whereby people know who they're related to and what that relationship is based on their skin names. So yeah, check it out, the album Gela. I really love the way that he weaves in language along with English. So he is a Yungu man and he incorporates Yungu language all the way through and brings in English as well. Very cool music. I really enjoy it. So if you haven't checked it out already, go and do that. So at the risk of being the very last one to the party, (laughs) I want to talk today just a little bit about how we emerge from lockdown. Now, the reason I say it might be the last one to the party is because it feels like Melbourne, where I am, is still in lockdown while the rest of the world is out or so much of the world is out. And so I have actually been Googling and looking for like lessons from others who have emerged from lockdown and what we can learn from them. That said, on the other hand, as a Melbourneian, we have quite a bit of experience of emerging from lockdown because this is the sixth lockdown that we've been in. So already have come out of lockdown five different times. But this has been a big lockdown and this emergence feels big because it's with new stuff in place. We've got different setups around vaccination, people with different opinions around that, lots of feelings around that. And we're emerging with COVID in the community, which is not something that in Melbourne we have emerged into. We've always kind of had the numbers, the case numbers right down to zero before we've come out of any lockdown. Now, it does feel like there are lots of people offering tips and advice on how to approach this emerging from lockdown, how to take care of our mental health through this time. So I don't want to kind of overdo it and give you heaps more tips when there's lots out there, but just want to perhaps give you a couple of angles for you to consider if you're in this situation of coming out of lockdown, but also perhaps an approach that you could use when re-emerging from anything 
perhaps a time out for another reason, an extended time of illness or even a long holiday, perhaps maternity leave, something like that. Any of these situations where you've withdrawn from your usual activity and usual life for a while and it feels like a bit of a step to come back and to recommence your life as you knew it previously. So I was walking with a friend a couple of weeks ago and she mentioned that she had read something about bears and how they do hibernation and how they come out of hibernation. And it just piqued my interest and I started Googling to see what I could find. I've been a little bit interested in bears anyway because I've been watching the series Alone on SBS. Have you seen it? If not, go and check it out. It's really, really interesting. They just drop these people out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, The first couple of seasons, that, uh, which are the two that I've seen, are on Vancouver Island. It's just like survive for as long as you can and whoever survives the longest wins. And they're out there like literally living among bears and cougars and wolves. (laughs) So it's really fascinating. Anyway, that is quite an aside. So they hibernate, as I'm sure that you know, as do other animals, including, I read, echidnas in Australia. So hibernation is an extended period of inactivity. And as I've been reading about, it's not actually sleep as such. And there's actually times when bears will come slightly out of hibernation to get some sleep. So that's interesting to me and I don't fully understand it. So yeah, hibernation itself is not sleep as such, but it is an extended period of not doing much. Another interesting thing that I read about it was that it's actually a time where there's quite a significant amount of stress on the brain and that some hibernating animals have ways of kind of clearing that stress from their brain because it actually has the potential to build up and and impact their health overall. So that sounds familiar too for those of us in lockdown for an extended period of time. Although it's this period of inactivity, it doesn't mean that it's not a period of growth or a period of pressure and stress and where we actually do need to be caring for ourselves and finding ways to release that stress so that it doesn't impact us and stay with us long term. I was reading about the different cycles or the cycle of hibernation and there are sort of these different phases with bears and you know me, I love a cycle and love looking at the different phases and I was talking about the pre-hibernation phase. So before they go into hibernation where the bears get really, really hungry and they eat a whole lot in preparation for the hibernation phase. I'm thinking that's like us with the toilet paper thing. So What can we learn from bears about coming out of hibernation? Well, there's this interesting period called walking hibernation. And that is where for a few weeks, as they emerge out from the period of hibernation, they move slowly and they eat and drink and do less than they normally would. So although the hibernation has ended, It takes a while before they build back up to their normal activities, to doing the things that they normally do at the levels that they normally do them. And that's probably the most important thing. They do eat and they do drink and they do move around, but they just do it all less. And I'm thinking that that sounds pretty wise 
and that that could be just a good general model for how to come out of a lockdown. It's really exciting to have things on the horizon and be like, oh my gosh, we can do things, go to each other's houses, go to restaurants, whatever it is that you're excited to get out there and do. But it's also so easy to kind of go out too hard, too fast, too soon, and to exhaust ourselves and waste ourselves. And I suppose for me, I'm thinking if the rhetoric of the government is true, that we are not going to be going back into lockdowns once we come out of this lockdown. For me, this one feels really significant then in terms of how I come out. Now, I have never wanted a lockdown. I've never been like, oh, bring it on. But I know at least one time there has been part of me that has felt quite exhausted by the activity of being out and about once again, that when we were locked down again, a little part of me was like, oh, okay, I can rest, reset and start again. But at this point, if this is the last lockdown that we're coming out of, then this is the time to be really deliberate about how we emerge and what we piece together of life for ourselves going beyond this point. So I actually think it's a really important step and I would encourage all of us not to skip the step of the walking hibernation. It's like we don't go straight from winter straight into summer. There's a a transition time of springtime. So much of nature points to cycles as I talk about all, all the time. And this is part of it, that the transition from one way of being to the next way of being is important. So let's not skip that or rush that. Let's give it some attention. And so if you know me at all, and if you've listened to many episodes of mine at all, you probably won't be surprised at how I would suggest that we approach it. Really, it's just about being intentional, being as deliberate about it as we can, and being kind to ourselves along the way. It may be helpful to ask yourself a few questions as you prepare for this to kind of anticipate how it might be so that you can imagine how you might respond to how it might be. So some of the questions that might be worth asking yourself and perhaps you jot them down and write your responses in a journal, what matters to me as I come out of lockdown, as I re-emerge into life, what do I want to focus on? It would also be worth asking the question, what might be difficult about this time? And it might be that you consider, well, it could be tiring returning to work, perhaps social life, maybe engaging with people who have different ideas, different perspectives, different feelings about emerging from lockdown, about vaccination, about COVID in general, about life in general. We're going to have to engage with each other in real life, in real time, which is something that we haven't had to do as much during lockdown. So how might that be? financial challenges perhaps, maybe some anxiety that you might imagine that you'd experience or perhaps you have some particular concerns. What might be difficult about this time for you specifically? Write them down and then write down how might I manage those? What would be a good way to work with those in a way that's kind to myself, that's compassionate to people around me? 
And there might be a bunch of other questions that you could ask yourself. I'm going to trust you to come up with the questions that are important to you and to inquire of yourself about the things that might be worth giving some attention before and as you do emerge from this lockdown. But I want to offer you a technique that is the same technique that I have spoken about a couple of times in this podcast. I definitely spoke about it back in episode 24, which was don't give up the daydream. And this technique is to imagine it going perfectly. So imagine what your life after lockdown would look like if it just went great. And you could imagine what normal are you hoping to return to at some stage? So you might imagine, let's say, six months down the track or a year down the track or two years, whatever, you, however long you think that it might be before you're living something like what feels normal for you. Visualise that for yourself. See it in fine detail and in full colour. Take a moment to really feel it and perhaps Again, it would be useful for you to write it down. What normal are you hoping to return to at some stage? What might that look like? And then once you've got a really good picture of that, a really beautiful imagining of that reality, then the next question to ponder and to sit with is what would a great walking hibernation look like for you? So if walking hibernation is like a kind of dialed back version of the full normal, the full spread of activities and life that we get to at some point, what would a good walking hibernation look like for you? What would it feel like? What would it include? What would it not include? And again, really take the time to see it clearly in your amazing imagination, to feel the feelings of a great walking hibernation for you. You might want to write it down, something that you can articulate and then return to perhaps even to read again when you want to refresh not only your memory but your feeling of that reality that you are wanting to cultivate. Your imagination is super powerful. Like I talked about back in that Don't Give Up the Daydream episode, use it for yourself. I hope that you do find that useful and I do wish you all the very best with your walking hibernation if you are entering that time. Please remember to be kind to yourself. Go gently with yourself. Show yourself some love. I'm sending you lots of love too. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me. Head on over to my website, anniecarter.com.au, where you'll find some free resources to support you in your life and leadership. Please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And I would really love your help in spreading the word about Yes You. So if you have friends who you think would enjoy it, please let them know. You could take a minute to write a review saying why you're loving it. And you could screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at underscore Annie Carter. Until next time, let me remind you that you, yes, you 
are awesome and I'm so glad you're here. Sending you big love and I'll chat to you soon.